WWE superstars are returning to Madison Square Garden in a massive way to support a huge boxing match. Plus, we're also talking on today's Sports Key to Wrestling top story about that man, Tony Khan. What is he doing, and why is he saying that AEW is revolutionizing pro wrestling? You may already know that, but why does the mainstream media world need to know? And that's a big, giant stadium filled there for WrestleMania. Looks like WWE is going to be doing a lot more of that in the upcoming future. And we're not done. Even more to cover as we look at what's going on with Sergeant Slaughter. He has a new uh, toy line coming out. Let's 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 look at that. That's, that's going to be pretty cool. And AEW's video game. What is it going to look like? When are we getting that teaser? And we're not done yet. Even more news. Even more news to get into on today's show. That will involve you commenting, getting on screen, us talking to a legendary wrestling journalist, and so much more. Share that link or you stink. <clears throat> it's the Sports Key to Wrestling top story of the day. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Yes, watch out indeed. What's going on, everybody? Hit the like button if you haven't done so already. We can see how many of you are watching. A lot of news to get into on today's show. That big WrestleMania size stadium level shows that isn't WrestleMania. What are we getting there? Uh, Tony Khan ruffling some feathers with people on the internet because he said something that's true. Uh, we'll get into that and a whole lot more. Jeremy back on the show after a little vacay over to Denver. Welcome back, Jeremy. Oh, man, I'm feeling it too, man. I'm sore. Uh, I'm still kind of fighting the sinus stuff I've had for a couple weeks, and uh, I rocked out. I rocked out hard. It was a great time. There we go. A couple of watch outs, watch outs in the chat. Yeah, yeah. We are working on the merchandise. We we're trying we're to. Yeah, we had a we had a productive meeting today. Nice. We pitched it to the team. We're trying to get a merch store for you guys. You're trying to get the watch out army, an actual physical thing that you can touch, wear, and uh, and and, and represent. So yeah, we're working on that very hard for you guys. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so if you haven't done so, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Kid Wrestling over on YouTube, over on all the different apps. We also have an audio uh, channel up as well for you guys on Spotify and Apple Wrestling, putting us on the charts in so many different countries in the top 100 wrestling podcasts on the Apple podcasting charts in the United States and many more countries. Very appreciative of that. Uh, we're supposed to have Bill Apter today. Aren't we yeah, supposed we're supposed to, to have Bill after. Uh, quick, guys, um, have you guys been keeping up with this Ezekiel and Elias story? I mean, with KO, I mean, it's been it's been pretty freaking hilarious. Hey, he passed, anyway, a, he passed a lie detector test. So he, I, I know, and the funny part about it is that KO is like the only one that seems to be sane, and everyone is crazy. Randy Orton yeah. bought into it. True, but I, mean, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at it. it, it the, the sheet oh. says after, you know, but there's, got, it's not. Got, hold on, I'm getting <coughs> word. I'm getting word from someone. Hold on, let me check the chat real quick. Okay. Hmm. All right. So we have that news coming up here. We'll have that here in a second. You can get your comments on screen. I'm sorry, guys. We we booked a Phil after, not a Bill after. Phil? What? what? Yeah, what we. I don't know who. I don't know. He's 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 waiting backstage. Let's bring on Phil and see what what this is we have all a backstage? about. Backstage. Yeah, we yeah, we oh, got backstage right there. Boom. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got him right now. I'm going. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, you're still there at the Lincoln Center. All right. 
Yeah, I can put you on the speakerphone. Hold on a minute. Okay. Billy wants to talk to you. What? Goodbye to Bill. Bye. All right. Hold on. Let me put him, take him off the speaker here. He's okay. at the Leah Chorus Center. AEW is there today. Hi. So, uh, Hi, I'm, Phil. I'm his older Hi. brother, Phil. I've no. never, uh, no. I've never no. done a podcast Phil. with Phil. Phil. Welcome yeah. to the no. show. All right. No. I, taught, I taught Bill everything he knows. You know, no. I, no. Oh. So you're the older brother then. No. You're the older brother. Yeah. No. Yes. And I do like that ethical. Uh, uh, Elias uh, thing. I've been watching. You know, I'm catching up on all my wrestling. Stuff. Uh, is, is, is it, did you say Ezekiel or is it Ezekiel? Uh, well, however you want to call it. You know. <laughs> uh, but you know, a lot of people. When my brother and I are out together and we go out and eat and all this kind of thing, they, uh, you know, they, Jeremy, you we seem talk about that story. You seem perplexed because no. you, 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 as soon as he came on, Gary, you're like, no, 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 no. I mean, this is clearly Phil. This, this is, is Bill Apter. This is Bill. Phil. This is Bill. 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 I mean, I mean, he was on the phone. Tell? The he has after. a beard, and he he was on the phone on his vo uh, right now. I could grow That's a beard clearly... in a day. I could grow a beard in a day. That's Bill Apter, guys. Come on. You know, this is very uh, disconcerting to me. You know, I was no. asked to... I Am I going movie. crazy here? It's the guy that wrote that book right there. That I, I, is I, Bill Apter. I couldn't write any... I can barely even write my name. There you go. I'm all so right, but he watches the wrestling, all right? He's like, a lot of people watch our show, so it's fine. But I'm a wrestling it. expert. Doesn't look, he doesn't look like wrestling. Bill. I mean, he, he does look like Phil. I mean, he's Phil. I mean, he has a beard. Did, did you ever talk about Antonino Rocca? <laughs> no, we have not talked about Antonino. <laughs> we have not talked about Antonino Rocca in a while. But what we'll, are you we'll, laughing we'll, about? This is yes. disrespectful. Rocca was one of my favorites. My brother liked him, too. You saw him at the Garden? I saw him at Sunnyside Gardens in New York. <laughs> okay. Why let's are you get laughing in, at me? We, we need to get into the news. We need to get into the news, Phil. Uh, let's get into this. Madison Square Garden. Maybe you're familiar. Uh, the, the, the mecca of the world. Madison Square Garden was on 51st Street and 8th Avenue. There we go. We don't have to Google map it. Thanks, Phil. All right. So we have a huge event going down there. The first female boxing main event ever held in MSG's uh, Great Glory. Will be going down and it'll be streaming on DAZN, which is an international partner of WWE. You get the WWE network in some international markets through DAZN and some pay per views there as well. Some people don't know that. Uh, but WWE is partnering up with them to co promote this as Becky Lynch will be walking out one of the fighters and so will Bianca Belair. Give me the full details here, guys. This is a massive story, guys. Uh, th this is going to be the biggest and most historic women's boxing match in the history of the sport coming up this weekend. Amanda Nunez, Amanda Serrano will be facing uh, Caitlin Ta uh, Taylor, Ta Taylor, I believe. She's the champion. And this is going to be huge. And WWE is going to be part of this in a big way where Team Becky is going to be walking out with the champion, Taylor, and Team Bianca Belair 
will be walking out with Amanda Serrano, along with a, a few other WWE superstars. I believe Damian Priest is going to be there, Queen Zelina, Charlotte Flair, and Alexa Bliss, who are going to be on Team Amanda Serrano. And then on um, Becky Lynch's side, she's going to be joined by Finn Balor, Sheamus, and Shayna Baszler, representing Katie Taylor's side. That's, so a, this lot is of, that's of, a lot of talent to walk out with people. That's too. a lot of talent yeah. for such a big, big event. Know. For the women's uh, boxing match coming up this Saturday, uh, and I'm a huge Amanda Serrano fan, representing Puerto Rico, representing for the women of Puerto Rico. I love her, so she. Uh, I hope she becomes champion this weekend. But Bill, I mean, sorry, Phil. Yeah, Phil. It's Bill. Uh, Bill. Tell us a little bit of Madison Square Garden and, and the magic that you've seen there, not only in wrestling but in boxing. Antonio, uh, oh Floyd Pattis, you know I'm ready to take on whatever. Whichever girl wins, I'm ready. Put them up. Put Inter- them up. Intergender boxing. And where are you I'm going ready to go to that take intergender on stuff? Ah, Put them yeah. up. Uh, no, it's Floyd Patterson against Oscar Bonavena. Okay. Madison Square Garden, main event. Sugar Ray. Oh, God. Roberto Duran, Cholo. Women boxing? Yes. Where's the world going to? And my brother endorse this. It's it's 2022, Phil. I mean, yes. the, women women have, Wait a have minute. come a long, it's long military way. Time. I'm supposed to be sleeping now. <laughs> you are you missing the blue plate special by doing our show today? I might be. I might be. I can't hate my brother. Man, <laughs> I hate my brother. But no, no. The WWF, WWWF. It's WWE were, now. Yeah, I mean, they did get the uh, f out. They 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 did. Uh, I just got on here. They did. <laughs> they did <laughs> you're laughing. They did uh, so many you know co promotions like with Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel. Uh huh. They right, and they did some some uh, some the the Shane McMahon guy, uh-huh. the son there did some uh, uh, boxing promotions, and uh, there's nothing wrong with this. They're, they're, they're making. Uh, I wonder if any of the McMahon's own this the days in. Is it a days in? You said the, it was the zone. Be? It's the days in. It's right next to the Motel Six. Yeah. Didn't you say days in? And uh, it's the zone. It's the zone, Phil. Yeah. All right, but no, nothing wrong with it, you know. No. I, I you know, one time I fought at Madison Square Garden. In a Who'd you fight? When? In a prelim match in the fifties there, and during the first round, I saw a familiar face in the first row. And who was that? It was me. Some of the guy hit me so hard, <laughs> I wound up in the freaking front row. Uh, I'm not really laughing. No, no, we're, it's, it's not. Not just a humorous observation. Just a humorous you observation. You know what my trickiest punch was? What's that? My left hook. You know it's so tricky. Why? 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 With my right hand. <laughs> I, I thought he was gonna say he was gonna. I, thought, I ain't I doing thought... this show no more. You guys make it fun. <laughs> I, I thought Phil was going to take on old Paul Heyman there for a minute. I thought maybe, you know, at Madison Square Garden. You got a problem with Paul Heyman? No, no. My brother I'm used a, to shoot pictures with him. Yeah. Shoot I'm the, a Paul Heyman the, guy. You don't look, he looks like um, a weird guy to me. <laughs> all right, Bill. Yeah, this is a big uh, deal, guys. What? This, is, this is quite a big deal <laughs> of WWE dishing out all these faces for this yeah. huge event at MSG. A lot of people. I think there's a title change going to happen, too. Um, I, I watched Serrano last week on the Phil, uh, Pat Mac, the Phil McAfee show, uh, mm-hmm. Pat's brother. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I liked her fire and, uh, I, she looks like she's ready. I think, I think Serrano's going to take it. And she's women's boxing, women's boxing needs this 
uh, for lack Absolutely. of a phrase, the glitz, Wait, the glamour. Didn't Don Serrano die years ago? No, it's not Don Serrano. It's not. <laughs> no, it's a different guy. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a lady. It's Amanda. It's Amanda. Amanda. Might be his sister. Or something. Okay. Yeah. See, it's the name, different name, last name, same idea. Wow. Uh, so really if you're just joining us, this is indeed still Sports Kita top story. Uh, <laughs> that is Phil Apter, the brother of legendary oh, wrestling journalist. The Bill older Astro. brother. That's his the older brother. brother. Two years. It's the guy that wrote that book right here. That's yes. Phil Apter. Over there. I didn't write no book, I told you. What are you Clearly stupid? a different guy, Jeremy. I mean, you see He's the stupid. beard. I mean, it's he, he got it well kept. I mean, I've never seen I could grow Bill. a beard in a day. Come I've never on. seen Bill with a beard. I've never seen Bill without a cap. He always wears a cap. Hold like on put a on a cap in a day. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Michael, what's my name? Right. You hear him? Yeah. Phil. Phil. I heard, Phil. I heard crickets. Okay. He's got no. Oh! no he's, got, he's got Verizon. No. Like didn't hear you. Let's jump over some AEW news. All Elite Wrestling. Uh, they continue to ruffle feathers and flip the entire pro wrestling industry on its head. Uh, launching the biggest competitor in WWE since WCW, and one that clearly has eclipsed anything that has existed since, like TNA Impact and even Ring of Honor. Now they even know, own Ring of Honor. Uh, there is a shakeup at their uh, their major media partner, Warner Brothers, which is now merged with Discovery, and some people think they could be affected by that. But Tony Khan is sailing clear and will be appearing recently at an upcoming business conference in which he will proclaim that WWE may be the top of the wrestling business, but AEW is revolutionizing the wrestling business. Give me the details about this. Phil's not feeling it here. What, yeah, what's coming, the information? This is coming straight from the Collision Conference's website. Uh, Tony Khan's going to speak alongside of uh, Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso. That's going to happen on June 21st. And the description of the conference reads, the professional wrestling industry has undergone many changes over the years. But now, <clears throat> how can new technology deliver the industry's most creative period since its heyday in the 1990s? All Elite Wrestling CEO, General Manager, and Head of Creative Tony Khan explains how AEW is revolutionizing the wrestling game. Uh, this will be held in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, June 20th to the 23rd. Uh, Khan will, of course, speak, as I said before, on the 21st. So uh, other notables in this conference are Tender CEO, Renate Nyborg, uh, Airbnb's global head of housing, Catherine Powell, and Bellator MMA's Chris Cyborg. It's all it's all a move uh, by AEW to align themselves. This is a move for licensing. This is a move for advertisers. This is a move to show that the brand of AEW is a viable source for people to pay their money and work and work their stuff uh, across different brands. Also, you know, all those brands, very adult oriented brands, very based on people spending money above the age of 25, which is the realm that AEW's audience tends to be in, and they start to tout those numbers. Uh, it's it's worth noting, this is something that AEW needs to do. They have some sponsorships, but a lot of those are already built in from Turner, Turner Television, Warner Media already. They've done some State Farm stuff. I know why am I talking about sponsorships? This doesn't mean anything to me. It does if you're in the wrestling business. We're talking mm -hmm. about the business of wrestling. This is something they need to do, and they need yeah, to expand yeah, that portfolio. Yeah. Phil, uh, how you doing hold there, on, Phil? Hold on. My, brother, my brother's saying he's watching the show. Mm -hmm. Hi, how you doing, Bill? My brother hey, says Bill. that it's a... My brother says it's a good idea. He likes this. It's very mm -hmm. innovative. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell him what I think, all right? Mm -hmm. They couldn't get it into the United States, okay? <laughs> Why is it in Canada? Number one. Number two, the guy's already, 
Yeah, no, I'll let me handle this. The guy's already showing what he is. He's a con man. He's, so who's going to listen to him? No, that's his last name, Phil. His last I name don't care if it's con, comma, or, man. or a name he's going to get yeah. in the future. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'm being nice. I'm being nice. No, well, I mean, I'm always like you better. Bill, if you're watching, <laughs> Bill, if you're watching, we have to talk after the show. Well, Bill is watching. Uh, so, He's right there. <laughs> Bill is at AEW. What's your it's problem, Phil. Mister? Yeah, wow. I, I, you know, you, I'm afraid you, I've got some bad news. news. Yes. So, uh, what do you, what do you think here, Jose? This is an interesting play by them to say they're revolutionizing the business. This is something AEW needs to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, the one from a you know from a tribalism standpoint, when you look at something like this, the AEW fan is going to be rejoicing at the fact that he's going to be dropping this speech. And you know what? There is no lie into what he's saying about revolutionizing the professional wrestling business in 2022 because he has he's done things that another company you know that would take in WWE such a long time. Yeah, he's done it in three years. Yeah. I mean, so he's been able to move at a quantum speed and when it comes to the wrestling business to what we've known in the past and he's doing doing it at such a rapid pace he has good and wise uh, wise counsel next to him to kind of guide him in the way where he needs to uh scale the company to and mm-hmm. this is a great move for tony khan that way he gets that exposure he does hit that demographic of that 25 to 50 um and and and, th- and that demographic that's willing to spend that money so yes i think this yeah. is a great move yeah, the company's mm-hmm. generating a lot of revenue and really operating at a lot better pace, as Jose expect as said, a lot better pace than they expected in just three years. And now, I mean, you got guys like that are in the know. Tony Schiavone believes a streaming deal's coming out of this now with this mm-hmm. whole thing with Discovery. He he fully believes that's I, I have, we have a follow up on that. We have a follow up on that information. And I'm, I'm not trying screaming. to be I'm not trying to be the buzzkill here. Always screaming. I'm always screaming. Yes. Warner Brothers Discovery. Now, it's worth noting as this business deal is going on, Warner Brothers has merged with Discovery, and they've made a bunch of different changes, some of them good, some of them bad. And why Why do Why do these things matter? Because there's a, it's a trickle-down economics in, in, in media, unfortunately. And AEW is a partner with Warner Media. They're not completely in bed. Tony Khan owns this operation and gives the rights of their television and works with a partner for this. It's worth noting that Warner Brothers... Uh, with the, under their new um, owners and managers from Discovery, have opted to eliminate all scripted content that is in production or coming up on TBS or TNT. That's a lot of shows. We don't know how it's going to affect some shows, like Snowpiercer. There was a show that was going to be in production for TBS next week that has already been canceled. Uh, yeah, but you mentioned you mentioned Tony Schiavone saying from the people I've talked to. Uh, from the from for me in the surface, yes, because I know what happened before with WCW. A merger happened with AOL Time Warner between the Turner Television companies, and eventually the new owners did not want WCW there, yeah. even though it was competing with WWE. He goes on to say, but I think we have a viable enough product. If Discovery says we don't want wrestling, we could end up somewhere else. The cons are pretty plugged in. That's what's different about this era is that if Time Warner slash Discovery doesn't want us, we still have a business. I think there's always some concern, but we've built up a very good relationship with Warner Media. So some of this is concerning if they're getting rid of scripted stuff. And you could say that this is a scripted show or it's a sports-oriented show. It's a cross-generational, cross-blended show. That's why people like wrestling. I didn't know it was broken. It's it's not broken. It's not broken. (laughs) Not broken. Not broken. Um. So it's interesting times. It's yeah. worth noting. You mentioned the streaming deal. All this is happening. 
And then you also have the Warner Company losing millions, like a lot of money on a failed new streaming service or CNN Plus. That yeah. I mean, they pulled that thing, what, not even 48 hours it was live, or it was like three weeks, actually. Well, and I they think pulled that came, it like that. that. Yeah, I think that that it, they pulled it because of the new deal, and they're going to relaunch it, it <laughs> at some time. But it is kind of weird that they they pulled it so quickly instead of just letting it run and then transition no. it to some kind or, of new or service. doing the thing that everybody wants. Just put it on HBO Max. Put it uh, on HBO get, Max. Put everything on one service. Don't make me subscribe to fourteen different things. And also, as wrestling fans, get aew on hbo max i read a i read an article earlier today about tbs and tnt side of things and how a lot of the sitcoms are going away but they didn't really lump aew into that they lumped more your half hour sitcoms like the the chads and the uh god i don't even know what else they have anymore because they really kind of stepped away from it but but it um, is working it, it is worth noting that AEW was working prior to this merger going through. Mm-hmm. They were working on several scripted shows and reality shows. So if they're getting rid of those non kind of sports oriented like shows, like an AEW, even though you can mm-hmm. say it's scripted, some people debate that. Um, that it's weird. They were hiring a director of scripted developmental programming. They're no longer doing that. Uh, well, and wait a minute. Bill, Billy's telling me what's up, Bill. Yeah. Billy's telling me there's too much streaming stuff going on, number one. And if that AEW gets messed up into another time spot with mm-hmm. one of these other channels switched mm-hmm. around, or it's, they're going to lose a large part of their audience because not everybody gets every channel. You're right. You're That's right. A good point. Like, my rabbit is here. I can't get that freaking channel. <laughs> but, but, but he says he's telling me that they should just leave well enough alone because this uh, the AEW guys are making money for the company so why would they do anything with it when it's profitable mm-hmm. good good billy keep going tell tony i said hello there you go pass <laughs> on the word love this so so he is correcting me that quantum is the amount of energy that it takes an electron to teleport from one energy level to another with an atom quantum speed is technically zero so what i meant but by, by aew's business they're moving at light speed so that might be a better analogy sorry about right. that Eric. thank you for thank you for getting the tweezers out there really. I, know, I, love, I love it love it it's fine it's fine i love it um so, so business moves going on there on both uh good fronts and some uh, concerning ones but i think overall good let's talk about some other big business more business. WWE, <clears throat> wwe is pivoted coming out of the pandemic of doing quarterly massive stadium events and Andrew Zarian of the Batman podcast and Wrestling Observer has kind of given more insight on this from sources he knows within the business. It is worth noting that WWE has done a lot of these. We knew they were going to. They have did, of course, two nights at the AT&T Stadium. They have major stadium events in Saudi Arabia when they hit that market twice a year. And then they also have major stadium events coming up for SummerSlam and Money in the Bank. These will run in stadiums that vary from 25,000 to 50,000. It's worth noting when you go to see a Raw or a SmackDown, they tend to run in arenas that are scaled to ten to 15000 each. It's worth also worth noting is they don't feel they need to sell out these stadium shows. If they can do around 30,000, 40,000 people in a baseball stadium, they're doing some exceptional business and they can charge more for the tickets. What is the business here, gentlemen, of WWE running the, these? Uh, get in there, Phil. Row. Do you see me in the seventh row in that picture? You're in the seventh row. Got the pretty seventh tickets, row. huh? It's a great idea to see wrestling over there, like in a stadium there, because they can draw more people and get rid of the. Unfortunately, they'd have to get rid of some of the smaller 
uh, indoor arenas there that people like to go to, but they ain't drawing with it. You can't get 14, 15,000 people anymore in uh, in one of them, what they call the spot shows. Mm-hmm. Like on a on a Friday or Saturday night, you, they can't fill it up anymore. A live so event. Not, a live so why event. not save yeah. it all for somewhere in a town like New York at Yankee Stadium or where the, the, the Mets play instead of bringing it to like the Nassau Coliseum, you know, maybe two times a year at the stadium. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everybody goes. What do you think, fellas? Jump in. I think this is great. I mean, I, I think uh, Nick Khan was the one who put out or said that this is something that we're going to see increase as uh, time goes by. In 2023, they, they're planning to do a bunch of more of these stadium shows. It's been widely profitable for WWE to do it ever since they started doing it again uh, last year with WrestleMania coming back at a limited capacity. This year was a, a, a bigger success uh, selling, not not selling out, but having a very, very large capacity on both nights. I mean, 77,000 pretty much on both nights. Uh, so that was a huge record for them. So if they're seeing the success, they're just going to keep doing it at a bigger and bigger scale. So, and they got the money and resources to do it and the profits. It's also worth knowing they can scale these buildings in a different way. When I went to the Royal Rumble in St. Louis, that building could hold 60,000 people. They scaled it for 44,000 and curtained off a chunk of the arena and it looked fine. And you were still having a good time. Uh, you know, I've looked at the scaling that they're doing for uh, the upcoming SummerSlam at Nissan stadium uh, in Nashville. And it's similar where they're just, there's just a chunk of the, the chunk of the building they're not going to use. And they're going to try and get, still get in 30, 40,000 people, which is still a ton of people. It's still a lot. Of hey, people. Bruno against Pedro Morales. I was there at Shea Stadium. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe 22, 23,000 people. Mm-hmm. It was freezing. And it was raining. But there's nothing like seeing wrestling in a stadium. And back then, back then, it just, it, you know, they ran like these uh, small shows at Sunnyside and Ridgewood Grove and all these places. And it would they pack people in. I love stadium shows. I just don't like when it's cold. I agree. That's yeah. The I had, a, play, I had right? a friend of mine that went to New York's uh, WrestleMania, and he said it was miserable sitting in the cold up there. But you know, if you, if you get a you know, all these arenas now are are high tech. Cowboy Stadium, SoFi is going to be the same. Even that was New Jersey. Allegiant. beautiful. Even if you're far away, you can still see the action pretty well with the video screens and uh, still have a good time. That was one thing that uh, ATT Stadium, ATT Stadium did really not, well. Meadowlands is not New York. Don't put us in that thing. New York and New Jersey, two different. Kind of like you're not. Kind of like you're not Phil. <gasps> Again, he's saying this. I, listen, <laughs> I have a little bit of trouble here. I got a little prostatitis. I'll be right back. Whoa, go. prostatitis. Yeah, that, I got, I'll be right back. That sounds My painful. Is bothering me. Here. <laughs> that sounds painful. Is this real? Like what we're doing right now? It's this is happening right now. This is happening. This is live, guys. This is happening. By the way, if you're just if you're just tuning in, that was not Bill after that was Phil after. No, so go ahead Bill. and smash that like button right now, guys. Smash that notification bell on YouTube. We're on the way to 29,000. So appreciate you guys. We love you. Share tonight's show. We're gonna keep continuing all this content for you guys. But guys, let's jump into our next story here because we are running tight on time. Yeah, let's get it. Sergeant Slaughter has signed a multi-year deal with Hasbro. Of course, he came to mainstream popularity out of the wrestling world by becoming an actual G.I. Joe. What a crossover for WWE during the heyday of the rock and wrestling years. 
And uh, it's just as Hulk Hogan got going. Sergeant Slaughter was still a big deal. Got to be featured in the G.I. Joe movie and all these different things. He signed a new deal with the company that still maintains the G.I. Joe IP and property. Hasbro, what are the details? Yeah, it looks like a uh, six-inch action figure is going to come out later this year. Uh, it's going to be called the Classified Series. And, of course, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, if you're as old as I am, you remember him being in the G.I. Joe series. He had a mail order offer in the uh, in 85, right when the the, the Rocket Wrestling really started taking off. And uh, then uh, a couple of different other figures that happened in the mid-80s as well. And then, of course, the animated action uh, feature film happened in 1987 as well. So it's it's pretty cool. It was kind of uh, right in that heyday of the rock and wrestling crossover and uh, just another good example of uh, how wrestling kind of came into the mainstream. And I think it's pretty cool to uh, to see Slaughter back in a, in a G.I. Joe action figure again. Phil, do you have any Can Sergeant Slaughter uh, New York New York City MSG memories? Can I ask, answer that question? Prostatitis is when you got to go to the bathroom a lot. Okay. <laughs> the Sarge was one of Billy's favorite people. Billy used to interview him all the time. Mm-hmm. Billy used to tell me he once came and I interviewed him and he put him in, uh, you know, his sleeper hold. And a uh, uh, true story one day, and Billy told me this is a true story that there was a guy who worked for Billy. He was like his intern, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somebody came up to rob something in the offices of. Uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and we didn't know who he was. They didn't know who he was. He went into the bathroom, and Billy's assistant needed to hold him for the cops to get him, and he put him in the Sergeant Slaughter... Uh, uh, Cobra Clutch. Week. Yeah, the Cobra, Cobra clutch, clutch, and held him there till the police came. That's a true story. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great guy. You're right. Philip, great guy. You too, Phil. Love your first name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too bad they don't. Too bad your names don't match. But yeah. All right. Hey, you're pushing it. We got to get done with the show here. Uh, <laughs> AEW is back in the news. As we mentioned, the biggest bet they've made outside of pro wrestling financially is an upcoming video game that has a couple of teasers, but nothing like a complete trailer. They're working with Ukes, who was the longtime video game developer on SmackDown versus Raw games in the early 2000s. A lot of anticipation for this. Of course, there's a lot of crossover between gaming fans and AEW fans. And it looks like we're getting a teaser coming up very, very soon. Uh, obviously, Jeremy, you are deep in the world of video games. What is the latest on this, and what is the level of anticipation on this? Yeah, with the uh, the new kind of show that AEW's put out called All Elite Arcade, uh, the, the uh, next week's episode that'll uh, air live on Twitch next week uh, will show off. Uh, will show off some of the games, so that's going to be pretty cool. Um, the last uh, it's it's been a while since we've really had a, a real good look at the the game, and with it supposedly coming in four months five months um now's the time where we're going to start seeing those first gameplay features uh see some trailers see some things this is going to be kind of the time where things start to ramp up if they are in t indeed on intending on meeting that september release date mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a big bet this is a game they've invested a lot of their own money in it's worth noting they did not get a licensing deal to put this out through like a major proprietor a company like an EA or an uh, or 2K, they're doing this on yeah. their own with a developer. But uh, but with that fan base that that yeah. they built with SmackDown versus Raw, I don't. I think the anticipation is high 
because the Uke's name is tied to it. I think it is a, a, a pretty high, highly anticipated game. Following up news from last week, it looks like we'll get that game at some point in the fall before the holiday Christmas season for 2022. So. I got Candyland. Is AEW interested in making a Candyland board game? <laughs> a Candyland board game? Yeah, of AEW. Maybe, maybe a Candyland Monopoly or, or AEW Monopoly. Yeah, that'd be yeah. good they, because they're trying to get them a You know, they... Say the other guy's got a monopoly, Vince. Yeah, it's all there. You go. So WWE has monopoly, and AEW gets Candyland. I don't think this is that Jeremy guy. I don't think that's him. <laughs> well, I'm an only uh, child, so. You're well, around oh, oh, around here, when he gets combative, we call him Buzzkill Bennett. Well, well Buzz listen, Bennett. Uh, whoever you are, my brother was an only child. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Yeah, uh, definitely. Phil. See, he said what? See, he uh, All right. So Phil. I have no, been I proven. My left ear was. I'm cold. afraid I got some buzz kill. He just said what to Bill? He, there you go. bam, done. What? You can follow the work of Bill after on sportskey.com. Go to sportskey.com and search the hey, profile what? for Bill. Can after. I say something, yes. please? I know. So my brother just signed a contract to appear at the uh, the gathering in Charlotte, North Carolina, from August 4th through the 6th. The Gathering of the Juggalos? No, this is the gathering that's been for three years now. Oh. This is the third one that TMR Promotions is putting out. Mm-hmm. And my brother's going to be given a, like a Lifetime Achievement Award from the fans over there. So he's ah, I'm very, as much as I hate him, I'm proud of him. Congrats, Bill. Congrats. I'm yeah. happy for you, Bill. That's why I'm going to like him best. Uh, yes, Phil Hafter, not Bill Hafter. I'll, I'll tell him next time he calls. He's probably watching the matches right now. On do you, uh, 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 Phil, excuse me, I'm, I keep stumbling over that. Yeah. Phil, do you read Bill Hafter's work on sportskeeda.com? Uh, I'm probably one of the people that uh, some of his stories get like 91,000 uh, clicks. Uh-huh. So I spend three days clicking to do that. Okay. <laughs> just, just just helping your brother out and, and doing that that's good, yeah. that's good of you. i don't know which way he came in but i help him out yeah <laughs> okay uh yep if you're just watching this is what's happening <laughs> so uh you can follow me on the twitter machine at kev kellum i have a really cool podcast project coming up next oh, week I'm, I'm very very excited for it it'll be really really cool uh, I can't say what it is until it comes out. So uh, I'll, I'll just say it's going to be really, really sweet. And I'll, I'll keep an eye on my Twitter for it at Kev Kellum. Uh, I'll also be at Zany's comedy club, May 14th and their after dark late night show. It's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. World famous comedy club. Uh, if you're in the Chicago area, go get some tickets, all that good stuff. Also I'm giving away tickets for the WWE super show. That's going on Saturday. It's main event at the Brockford, Illinois, BMO Harris bank center. Really cool, big mega live event. Not just a regular house show. Is that a stadium? It's a it's an arena. They're not running a stadium. It's an arena. I thought they're running stadiums. What kind of news is this? Well, this is one of those non televised shows. The fans got to be there to see the action. I'll go to stadium. All right. So that's Saturday night's main event, May twenty first. You can win your way into that at the xrockford.com. The link is up on my Twitter. Jose, what do you got going on, bud? Ah uh, man, I got a lot of stuff going on tomorrow night. We got Recons of Wrestling. That's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. You guys can go ahead and give me a follow over there on, on Instagram at Jose G Official and at Recons of Wrestling. And keep following me, guys, because I got a, a big project coming up here in the next coming a uh, couple of months. So uh, you guys will want to uh, follow me and follow the stories. So uh, I got a lot of stuff. Coming it up, is so good. Sure. I grew up in the projects. Oh, yeah. Wow. Ah. Yeah. And the boogie down? Yeah. 
<laughs> the boogie. That, yeah, boogie. That's boogie my allergies. That's my allergies. <laughs> Jeremy, do you want to talk about your brother or uh, your your <laughs> No, I'm an only child. But hey, follow me on the Twitter. I'll be uh, live tweeting during Dynamite tonight. And uh, for anything else I do, just uh, follow me up there on the Twitter at JB Huskers. Yeah, and uh, um, I'll be on, I'll be on pay per view as well. AAW Never Say Die this Friday on Fight TV. Uh, we did an interview with Mike Bennett, formerly of WWE, active with Impact Wrestling. He'll be on that card. My uh, that brother. Interview, uh, the interview, yes, your brother, <laughs> your, your cousin. Yeah, will be drop. That'll be dropping Mike Bennett. A great interview. Very insightful stuff about the inner workings of WWE and how how there, it was a relief for him to be not out of WWE. So we'll talk about that. The interview dropping on our channels any minute now. It'll be up within the next few hours. Why, why, why would you drop the interview? If it's good, why wouldn't you just air it? Drop Phil dropping is a it's a modern hip term for putting something out like like we're airing it. I know it's bothering me more. My allergies or you guys. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Bye, Phil. He has more Bye, Bill. <sighs> they don't know Martha. They don't know my name. Keep calling me by my brother's name. When watching wrestling, when watching wrestling, you're just supposed to do this one important thing, whether or not you're talking to someone's twin brother or younger brother or Phil Older or brother. Bill. You have to do what, gentlemen? You gotta take a deep breath, guys. Mm-hmm. Shake your head. Uh-huh. Let the air out and enjoy wrestling. And uh, thanks for Bill Apter for coming on. Yeah! Oh, boy. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out!